0: So we're taking a deep dive into St. John's Gospel, and the further we get into it, the more mystical it becomes, as I mentioned at the beginning of Mass. But you know, we can understand, we can understand maybe the words that we hear, and we can understand some of the concepts that comes from the words. But the, the challenge here is that we go deeper, that that these words and what Jesus says really connect with our lives. And that's where it becomes challenging sometimes, because we hear that whole gospel like we heard tonight, there's a lot of ideas in there, and basically we can say, well, what is Jesus ultimately talking about? What's he trying to say to me? And one of the themes, there's lots, but one of the themes I'm going to ask us to, to look at tonight is the fact that God is inviting us to dwell with him. To dwell with him okay uh i don't know if if you really have thought about that before or if that has even crossed your mind but just think about this think about this god desires for us you and me to dwell with him and he wants to dwell in our hearts if you will and dwell in this community called saint joseph and our whole church god is inviting us to dwell with him okay so how how to how do we respond to that invitation? And we considered some of it last week, and Jesus brings it up again a little bit this week. It's when we love, when we love, we dwell with God, and we know that God is dwelling with us. But we talked about the fact that this kind of love that Jesus is is calling us to is not what the world would say is love. The love that he wants us to do is what he did on the cross so we're self-giving we're humble we're willing to sacrifice for each other every time we see that happening we can find the indwelling of god within the lives of those who are loving and those who are being loved god is present there okay so then today he takes a little step further and he says okay i want you to love like i said before and and i'll teach you how to love listen to my word listen to what i have to say and Here comes again, dwell with the word. Dwell with what I have to say. Not just hear it, and and if you understand it, great, great. Not just hear it and understand it, but it sinks in here, into your hearts, where I want to do it. I want to respond to it in some way. So God dwells with us when we love as he loves, and as we listen to Jesus' words, and it sinks into our hearts okay, all right, okay, but still, still, that could be out there someplace until we reflect upon the experiences that people have of this happening in their lives. And really, all I can do with Gospels like this is to witness to what I've been affected by in terms of what Jesus has said and invite you to to see in that witness something that 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 you can connect with in your own lives, or that you can be inspired by in your own lives. So tonight, what I want to do is, is to share with you an in true inspirational story that I found that just knocked my socks off, where I could see a person responding to God's Word, where it's dwelling in here, in, in this case, in her heart and and she was willing to sacrifice a part of herself in order for that word to be fulfilled in order to 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 act upon it and 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 in in order to love others because she's acting upon the word okay that's where i get kind of get it set up for you here's the story this is a true story as i said it happened years ago years and years ago and every time i i read it every time i think about it i find inspiration so There was a a child, a baby boy, that was born in a Milwaukee hospital. And this child was going to be having difficulties. And long story short, his mom decided that she could not raise this child and left him there in in the hospital. So this nurse who was there, the person who inspires me, this nurse who was there, sees the situation, and she volunteers to take the child home to care for him. Child was given a name. His name was Leslie. So she takes Leslie home, and as things happen, it becomes more and more evident that there are developmental problems with with Leslie. He was not going to be an easy baby to take care of, and ultimately he was not going to be an easy child to raise, because what was develop what had would have been a part of his life, and you could see developing as he was living, is that he was an artistic child. And there were some challenges, some real challenges that, that his this nurse, who became his mom, were going to have. So ultimately, she and her husband said, we will raise this child as one of our own. And they had already had kids. And here comes Leslie. And probably the one of the most challenging of the batch of kids that they had. Now, Leslie would not respond to hardly anything of, of what they did, how they took care of him, how they loved him, how they tried to get him to play with toys or whatever it was, he just would, would hardly or barely respond. Now, I, I just want you to think about that, you know, think about parent, you're, you're loving your kids and, and they're not responding. Who that, that could be a little intimidating. Or our youngins here, you don't have your own children, but neither do I, but you know, I think about how I serve you or how you might be hanging out with your brothers or sisters, and, and they just don't respond to you, and they're like... And it's like, oh, that's not... That doesn't fill you up. It doesn't charge you up. It doesn't, it doesn't make you want to do more, you know? But, you know, Leslie's mom, Leslie's dad, did the more and the more and the more. See, they were giving, right? They were sacrificing, right? And, and that was loving. That was, that was the love of Jesus. And, and they weren't doing this on their own. They were responding to what Jesus taught, his word, his word. His word was dwelling in them. And it was, it was tough at times. I'm sure it was. So here's the deal. Back in the olden days, we didn't have the, these packages like you mail stuff with Amazon where you just seal them and they have the built-in bubbles. Back in the olden days, when you wanted to send a package in the mail, get ready for this. Ready? Are you ready? You wrapped it up and then you put string around it. Anybody remember that, where you put string around packages? Okay, if you guys don't remember, no problem, because you just weren't around when that was happening. Our young'uns were not around. So, they had this package with the string around it, and Leslie's there, and, and he starts strumming the string. And it's like, oh, cool. Strum, 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 the string, string, string. And all of a sudden, it was like an aha moment. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, this is a moment the Holy Spirit was really working and they could see it, it was an aha moment. So they, Leslie is responding to some kind of music, you know, it was wing, wing. it was making a musical sound. So they started exposing him to all kinds of music. Guess what happened? Nothing, they had a piano they take him to the piano and go, you know, try to have him play Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. I don't know if that's true, but, you know, exaggerating. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Guess what happened? Nothing. But then one night, Mom and Dad had gone to bed, and they heard music playing, and they thought it was the radio. Well, wait a minute, wait, wait, Where, where's the radio? Uh, by the way, it wasn't satellite radio, it was like over-the-air waves, you know, AM, FM, whatever it was. And so they they thought, well, what's going on here? They went to investigate. Guess who was at the piano, playing at the piano? Leslie was. And you know what? He had not taken any music class. I don't think he could read notes, certainly. Couldn't read notes, at least at that time he couldn't. And he was playing music that he had heard. True story, whoa where'd that come from he's called an autistic savant where he has an aptitude he's a genius a genius and that's what he was he was a genius when it came to music so his world opened up and it was a means for him to be able to develop more completely in terms of relating to the world relating to others and he appeared on national TV playing the music that he knew because he heard it and he could play it. Okay, talk about fruit being born in a person's life, right? But here's what you can see what happened. His parents took a great big risk to take him home in the first place, but they knew the value of life and they couldn't leave this child where he was when he was a baby. They had heard the word of God and were acting on it. And they loved through their sacrifices. And man, did that love bear fruit. It took a while. It took a long time. But that love was bearing fruit in this child's life. If for no other reason, even if he couldn't play the piano or music, that child was being loved as a human being. And that in itself is valuable beyond words that can be described as being so all that sacrificing all that turning yourself inside out for the other there it was there was the love of jesus and there god was dwelling in that now they probably couldn't say i saw god dwelling with us today they probably didn't say that on maybe they did but i don't i don't know But God was there. And I I mentioned, you know, that at that moment where the parents were inspired by Leslie's strumming the string, I said that was probably a Holy Spirit moment. And, And Jesus talked about those Holy Spirit moments in the gospel today. He said, I'm going to send you an advocate, somebody who will plead your cause, somebody who will be your companion, to remind you of what I said, my words and to remind you of what I did. And that Holy Spirit, our Holy Spirit, that's been given to us, we'll celebrate Pentecost in a couple weeks, that Holy Spirit brings us encouragement, brings us enlightenment, and helps us to fulfill the word that Jesus spoke. And it was happening. It was happening. When that child, Leslie, was discovered to be a prodigy, because of the music that he could hear and he could play and the Holy Spirit was enlightening and encouraging along the way and that Holy Spirit sometimes as a friend of mine used to say the Holy Spirit can be really sneaky and you don't see the Spirit until the Spirit has blown and and is going off someplace else so to speak then you look back and you say there was the Holy Spirit right there doing with the Spirit is supposed to do. Helping me to love, to see, to hear the Word of God, and to receive it and act upon it. Okay. There's a real thing. There's a real thing that I hope that you can connect with on one level or another that can help us see how beautiful and mystical and real this scripture reading is. Where Jesus says, When you love like me, you abide with me, and I with you, and the Holy Spirit is gonna help you. So, I would encourage this. I would encourage this. Reflect upon your life, especially times when you may have been inspired, and kinda look see what's going on there. Was it the Holy Spirit enlivening you? Reflect upon your lives when you found, that you were sacrificing for someone, that you were going the extra mile for someone, that you were turning yourself inside out and putting yourself second and the other person first, or people first? What was going on there? I bet you we could say that, that there was a love that was reflecting Jesus. So notice those times in your life. And notice the times when you've been encouraged. And you know that you've been encouraged, maybe it's through words of other people, but you know you've been encouraged because it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. These things, if you will, happen in our lives. And sometimes we just need to stop and reflect upon them. And inspiring stories like what I told can help us do that. And by the way, you're gonna be be an inspiration to somebody too. You're going to probably already are by the way that you've loved selflessly and by the way that you've spoken the words that the Spirit has given to you to a person when they really needed to hear it. You just got to get in touch with those moments and be inspired by them, not in a selfish way, but so that we know that God is with us, that God is dwelling with us, and that we are dwelling with God. It's another example of heaven on earth.